welcome to this special preview episode of WANK, where we will be, what will we be previewing? I hear you ask, we will be previewing, it's a hard word to say, we will be previewing AW Revolution and speculating, uh, mostly, on what surprises are in store. I am joined by Patrick and Hugh from the Western Bias Podcast. That brings us to the preview of next week, but it's not a preview of next week, it's a preview of this weekend, because of course this weekend is revolution. It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Forget that, it's Sunday. <laughs> so, as they've been drilling into us. First match is, oh well, on the pre-show, uh, is Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD and Rebel. However... Rebel may, be, may not make this match as they've made clear, at which point Dr. Britt Baker DMD will choose her partner if Rebel can't make the match. Then we have the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal for a future AEW Tag Team Championship match featuring <gasps> Bear Country, the Dark Order, another Dark Order team, the Inner Circle, uh, Butcher and Blade, Private Party, Top Flight, Death Triangle, Varsity Blondes, Side Owl Brothers, SoCal Uncensored, the Natural Nightmares, Chaos Project, uh, Gun Club, and uh, the Dark Order again. So three Dark Order teams, although apparently there may be a surprise entrant. Um, we'll talk about that in a second when we talk about Revolution. Um, next up will be Miro. Well, I don't know if this, this is just how the card's laid out. It might not be in this particular order. Miro and Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford versus Best Friends. That is Orange Cassie and Chuck Taylor. Um, yeah, this definitely isn't in the correct order because this is obviously going to be in the main event. Kenny Omega uh, with Don Callis versus John Moxley in a exploding barbed wire death match for the AW World Championship. Cody Rhodes versus Scorpio Sky versus Penta L Zero M versus Lance Archer versus Max Caster versus To Be Determined in a Face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT World Title shot. Hangman Adam Page versus Matt Hardy, where the winner receives 100% of the other's first quarter royalties. Hikaru Shida versus Rhea Mizunami for the AEW Women's World Championship. Team Taz, that is Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, with Taz versus Darby Allen and Sting in a street fight. And the Young Bucks, Matt, Na- Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, in case you forgot, who are champions, going up against Chris Jericho and MGF with Wardlow, apparently. Um, who knew for the AEW World Tag Team Championships what I mean that's quite a stacked card we'll go to Hugh again first which match you're allowed to pick one are you most excited about here which match am I most excited about yeah gassed jazzed I I actually I think it's going to be for me even though I hate Kip Sabian it's going to be the uh, Miro Orange Cassidy Charles and Kip match because I just I love three quarters of that equation and I hate Kip Interesting Sabian pick. But, so you love them you love them so much that he, despite yeah. Kip Sabian your, your least favourite wrestler am well, I right in saying I, I am it's still about, pick I'm about begrudgingly willing to accept that Kip Sabian Kip Sabian is a relatively talented wrestler despite his annoying southern accent and uh, <laughs> it kind of sounded like you were saying Kip Sabianism then like Marxist Leninist Sabianism <laughs> 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 that's the official ideology of the uh the dark i don't know <laughs> i really to be honest though like you said it, it is all about hey miro versus orange cassidy yeah. for me. 
This could, I mean, it could, I mean, it could very well steal the show. An Orange Cassidy match stole the show at, well, it didn't steal the show because we had that tag match. However, it very came very close to stealing the show, bar that match, um, at the last revolution against yeah. Panic. So, um, that, you know. I, to be honest, I, at the time, felt like it did steal. I really loved the tag match, but I was a bit like, huh, it was hard for me to pick. The yeah. best one, and I don't know. Orange Cassidy's a genius. We all know it. He's a great. He's a great wrestler. I don't know. Patrick, match you're looking forward to the most? The barbed wire uh, blow up death match, exploding Absolutely. bitches death match. Yeah, exploding, <laughs> the exploding bitches death match. Yeah, need we say more? Because I'm really like, like I said before many times, that I'm real like hardcore fan of 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 like back in the day stuff. I'm not a real death match fan but i like this special stipulation uh, this 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 gimmick match you're putting up with it because like i said before the characters are fitting into it right now really good and j they just have this this once in a while attraction in it which is also nice because i think it's because of the uh, missing crowd or 90 percent of the crowd which is missing they're just putting it up now during COVID these matches instead of like a proper match between both of them and um yeah, that's what I'm most excited how, for from the matches. Like, but just proper match. Sorry, how dare you insinuate it's not a proper match? There's title. There's a title online. It has to be a proper match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to stay in KFAB. This is the best match in the world. Now, it's just like from from the stipulation, you will see a lot of blood, a lot of explosions, and a lot of bitches, maybe. But. <laughs> It's not the resting match most people maybe uh, <laughs> Thomas losing it. Okay, want uh, want to see or Wait, like what I they remember, can Sorry, see. I remember. I remember that was a thing you said last week. Like you accidentally said it. But I, what were you trying to say when you said it? I don't know. I just re referenced to be uh, last week again uh, yeah. because you were having fun with it. And see, I I, I found a spot the there. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just to be different. I mean, probably if I'm if I'm being honest, that's probably what I'm excited about the most. But I'm very very excited about Young Bucks uh, versus Chris Jericho and MJF. I think there's a lot of emotional investment to that story now, which is I think more so than the Moxley Omega match. For me, the Moxley Omega recent feud has just amounted to, hey hey Kenny, remember how we used to be enemies? Like we we can still be enemies. Okay, let's fight. Do you know what I mean? It's not so much, not been as much bad blood as much as they would try to make us believe there hasn't really been as much bad blood as uh, between the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho and MGF. I mean, it's a cheap, it's a cheap, it's cheap heat. It's cheap heat all over, is attacking a parent, but it works. Do you know what I mean? And it, it, it has worked. As long as they don't over-rely on cheap heat, but, you know, it worked. Um, so I'm excited for that match. It's time to speculate. Uh, there are, I believe, I mean, I... I Liam told me this, so it might be bullshit, but I was told there will be a surprise entrant in the casino tag team uh, battle royal match. Can either of you confirm this? Um, Patrick has a German site open that has triple question mark as one of the entrants, so yes. Okay. We can I, confirm I, it according to a German wrestling website. In German, we say for triple question marks. <laughs> I, think a lot of I think a lot of people are going to be thinking good brothers for this. Let me put someone else out there for me you. Me too. Yeah, wait, me too. Wait, wait, actually, let me put another let me not put another team out there for you. A team who's based in Florida right now. Gorillas of Destiny. Oh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good. Uh, luckily, I didn't put out the, put out the prediction game yet. So. Sounds, sounds good. They're, they're like yeah, that would be, that would be they're, dope, really. They're currently in Florida filming New Japan Strong. So. Oh, are they? Oh, that makes sense. Ah, yeah. Nice. They are, yeah. Uh, you know, Liam put that uh, prediction uh, thing, and he said, "Who do you think they're 
who who do you think it's going to be? And I put tsunami and earthquake. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, that would be okay. brilliant. So, that would be uh, so weird. Are there any other tag teams seriously contenders you'd like to put out there other than Good Brothers and Gorillas of Destiny? The thing is, currently for me, all of the tag teams are in there. Yeah. True. So I need to either go to NJPW or Impact. Yeah. So it's and in my head, it's Good Brothers makes the most sense, but Gorillas of Destiny makes as much sense as Good Brothers. Yeah. In a way. Dude, I, if I hear that, ain't nobody realer than Gorilla, I'm gonna yeah. fucking. Oh. And you you know this, Tom, because you've known me for a while. I'm a massive Gorillas fan. Like Gorillas of Destiny fan. I love those two. Like they're fantastic. So okay. I don't know. So that. So after that, the next one to speculate about is the ladder match. I'm just going to throw out a few names that I've heard batted around in discussion from various people. Um, mm-hmm. This one, I'm not sure how 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 accurate this would be, but um, Tetsuya Naito, I've heard mentioned. Um, they have made out that this one is going to be quite a big wrestler, um, and it was it was actually Jack that suggested Tetsuya Naito because um, he was quote-unquote injured and taken out of uh, Castle Attack, was he? Uh, did he make Castle Attack? I didn't end up watching it. No, um, I think he was taken out of Castle Attack. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and, and hasn't appeared otherwise. And, you know, Jack's quite suspicious. It's a work. Um, for me, for New Japan to actually do a worked injury like that as an excuse to transfer and quarantine someone to, for it to appear on, a sh- on another show in another country... AEW would have to promise them something really good in return, which they may very well have done. If Tetsuya Naito shows up, I'll just say this, if Tetsuya Naito ends up in that ladder match and New, New Japan have faked an injury, kayfabed an injury and, uh, you know, given him to another show, then I would say bet your bottom dollar that Kenny Omega is returning to the Tokyo Dome for a for a world title match oh, against the Bushi. Oh my Do you know what I mean? Because that would be something they would give them back. Do you know what I mean? They'd have to, and that's what that's what New Japan would want. Do you know what I mean? Out of everything that's there, uh, everything also, that they've got to give them. Like from my point of view, if Naito shows up, uh, I you know I again I love to see Naito. Yeah. So like to me that's the biggest deal ever. So they have to. Um, they really and, do have to pay up for Tetsuya Naito, as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. He's the man. Uh, but they do, like I said, they've got Kenny Omega, and that's that is big. That that would be a fair trade if ever I've seen one. Do you know what I mean? For sure, as, for sure. Especially as that would be a world title thing for New Japan versus, uh, you know, because honestly, New Japan do not rate as a company clearly don't rate Tetsuya Naito as highly as the fans do because he was repeatedly fucked over and I mean I think I was the only but this is because I'm in a card mark that match that Wrestle Kingdom match he had with a card where where everyone was was behind him to win that title I was the only we watched that together and I was behind Naito and you were behind a card I was the only person mate I was the only person behind a card I went online um and, and I, I fully understand why, but it's, you know, just cause I fucking love Okada and I never want to see him lose. He's my, you know, I'm, I'm the John Cena kid. Um, of yeah, in, supporting in, in, in Japanese terms, you're into John Cena. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, like, to me, like, Naito, though, I always wonder with uh, New Japan, like, are they deliberately doing this with Naito or have they... It's, f- it's very long-term booking if they're not... Yeah. They, they had their... Think, just think of all the repeat... There was that. There was... Uh, well, there was multiple... Um, there was him you being know, the losses. double champ. <laughs> There's, uh, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, but... He, he when he finally finally got his moment and won at Wrestle Kingdom he that's the moment they choose to have an un, they have that's the moment they have choose to have an unprecedented heel attack see out their biggest show of the yeah. year with Kenta attacking so have, him from behind they have Kenta sitting on his face holding the titles <laughs> and you're like they had, they had him like, drop 
they had him drop the IC title to Chris Jericho and to a fifty year old dude in a match nobody thought Chris yeah. Jericho would win. That shook me. It was Dominion, I think. Yeah. The same. Um, I don't know, was... like like because is Gato still head booker in JPW? Is it still Gato? I think so. Well, Jado and Gato, yeah. Like, because he is, you know, he knows what he's doing most of the time. But I'm like, is Gato? Is he on like a fifteen year plan? <laughs> <laughs> for Tessie Knight, or is he just like, or he just really fucking hate him do you know what I mean he's really waiting for, for like Tanahashi to retire then suddenly is gonna be the king <laughs> like, you know what if, if they do undervalue Naito it could be for our benefit because maybe he will show up in this match mm. the other ones I've heard batted around um, this one courtesy of Liam who I think is a really good shout RVD he reckons um he also. So if I, 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 if, if I'm going to pop for Naito, Patrick's going to pop for. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's you, my you. favorite wrestler of all time. So this would be extremely nice. Like, yeah, yeah this would be fucking awesome to put it in the in the right context. Now to plant plant a seed of fear in you. What something? Another one that Leah mentioned to me is is it could definitely be because we're thinking about. Uh, the logic is someone from New Japan or Impact because they're the they're the pools they've got to work from for surprises. Do you know what I mean? Um, just before I get into the the bad, the not bad, the less good one, I will say I don't think this is going to happen because I think it's too low a quality for him and I don't think they should pull the trigger on this yet. I know people have said Jay White because I think Jay White might also be currently be in the States. I'm not sure though. Um, but uh, I've also Liam was saying, oh, it could end up being Tommy Dreamer, which would be a big, um, maybe a big disappointment. I don't know. Um, I love Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, he, yeah he I also love like, him, I was but a he's like Tommy Dreamer. But. Yeah, but in the ring nowadays, he's not. He was back then not in a very good physical shape, like others, like RVD, for example. So he's not nowadays also anymore. It would would be just nice to see him, but it would be yeah. also kind of disappointment what you said. But with the other ones on display, yeah, any other any other time when if the Forbidden Doors plural went open, uh, Tommy Dreamer showing up would be an absolute mark out moment, but with the other with the other options that are there it's just I think the logic behind thinking it could be him is he's the kind of person that they would just slot right into this match otherwise you know what I mean but um, we shall see uh, and that there was one to- person that hasn't been mentioned which I think or not, but which could, could be also which popped up for me in my head yep. that was uh, Marty Squirrel maybe no. I don't know how hot that is if they still like like take that or so if they yeah, if they're going to do that, um, but it's also a possibility for me. Yeah, maybe a shocker or I don't know, but still a possibility for me also. I will give you 10 to 1 odds that it's not Marty Skull. I'll give you £50 if Marty Skull shows up. You give me £5 if it's not him. How about that? That's, I'm, it's not Marty Skull. They are not going to... No, I'm not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it, but I think he is already in that, in that space that he might come back at, at one show or maybe NWA is also putting up a show on 15th of March there's no um, way you can come back to AEW the the WWE marks would have an absolute contr- concern trolling fiesta if Ma- Marty Skull debuted after the after hashtag speaking out if he if his first debut was for AEW he needs to get that this is the thing I, the only way I can see him working for AEW, the only way I can ever see him working for AEW is if he first works for WWE so that those concerned trolls have jack shit to say about it. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I can see WWE hiring him. I mean, they've still got Velveteen Dream on the books. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm not going to argue who, what, what is objectively worse. I mean, that's not an area I want to get into in this podcast. But, you know, they, they, I could see them hiring Marty Skull and that would just... Sh- if he went then from WWE after like five years in WWE and then a bit for AEW yeah I could see that 
I could also see him working in Japan. I thought I heard rumors that he was, you know, in talks with New Japan about going back there. Um, I could definitely see him working. They just don't give as much for shit in Japan, honestly. Um, I mean, take a look at TJP and the fucking, you know, the 16-year-old girl fetishization in, in the, you know, the idol culture. Um, uh, they're not going to give a shit in Japan. This is the thing. I mean, they don't give a shit about anything in Japan with, like, real per wrestlers' real lives. Like, um, in Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement thing, they featured Chris Benoit, Pegasus, Pegasus Kid, in, uh, uh, in, um, in the video package and stuff. So, um, you know, I, no problem there. Um, what are they going to call Chris Benoit's son when they sign him? Pegasus Junior, obviously. Pegasus Kid Kid. <laughs> Pegasus kid, kid. Um, he said that he wants to be Chris Benoit Jr. Like, that's oh, really? what, what he would wants to be named. He'd dude, never be. Uh, never, I need never, to, I need to talk about this for a second. That dude is not living on the same planet as the rest of us. It's horribly tragic. <laughs> but he's he's not, man. He, he, wants not, to, no. he wants to wrestle for... But he also wants to wrestle for WWE in his dad's old ring gear coming out to his dad's old music. Like, what fucking planet are you on? Like, even if... Even if... Um, like, he... Oh man, he because uh, part of him thinks his dad's innocent as well. Like when he was talking on Chris Van Vliet, he was because uh, on the dark side of the ring, he he said, "Oh, that that wasn't my dad that day. Like he wasn't himself." But then on the Chris Van Vliet thing, I swear he said that he doesn't think his dad did it. And it's like at all. And it's like yeah, that's definitely. I also watched that interview, and yeah, he, he yeah, said that he yeah. doesn't believe that his dad. Um, yeah, he, he believed that. Let's say it like this: that it wasn't his dad. Like in his mind, yeah. he said, like hey, it was some other person that he had, like a split personality or so. So he's still aware of that, but not thinking about like how uh, murder works. Also, people if they yeah, are so killing people, if they're psychos, how this works in their brains. So I, I was in Chris Benoit's head. I don't know what what whether Chris Benoit was in control of his actions or not. I don't think anyone no. does, and, we, and I think we waste our fucking time having arguments about it because people really do get so heated about it. Nobody fucking knows. Do you know what I mean? But whatever happens you, you can't you can't do that you can't you can't have, you can't celebrate his legacy you just can't i'm sorry david do you know what i mean um yeah uh and he looks so much like him that's a problem as well he's a spitting image of him i know yeah he looks like he's him but skinnier basically it's like him, him and him and brock anderson have more more look more like their dads than anyone has any right to do you know what i mean it's absurd um but yeah uh Last, last but not least, the Hall of Fame caliber person, quote unquote. Well, I didn't say caliber. I can't remember what they said. Um, but yeah, uh, Hall of Fame worthy. That was it. Um, I mean, obvious, obvious one would be Kurt Angle. But as we've spoken about, that might just be a red herring. Who, who, who could this be? Because they're really bigging it up, and I don't think they would big it up unless it was absolutely massive. I don't think they would big it up this much and undersell it. I think I think it's someone massive, um, but who could it be, uh, Patrick? What your thoughts? Yeah, that's one one point. Uh, they also like when I when I saw it now again, I was like, listen to it. They said Hall of Fame worthy material. Yeah. Um, it's that's that's the question from from how they're formulating it. Is it someone who is already in the Hall of Fame or who could be in future Hall of Fame very closely? So that's. That, that's the thing where I'm just where I think they're playing a little bit also with it. They are so I think with Kurt, it, but I also don't think they're going to under deliver, honestly. 
Yeah, then they're definitely not under delivering it. Uh, just the speculation, seeing who who that is. Like maybe maybe they are referencing to Jay White or so, but I don't think that will be because he extended his contract or they said he he had a new contract or anything. Or yeah. the rumors were there. Let's say at least the rumors were there. It hasn't been confirmed, but the rumors were there. Um, it's definitely not CM Punk. The uh, CM Punk said it yesterday on. Yeah, I saw on that, that was so funny. He uh, he didn't even he didn't even specifically. He said um, he said. Unless, because he's he's been he's been trying to do ask me anything's on his Twitter rather than yeah. doing it on Reddit like a normal person, um, and he said let's try this again hashtag ask, ask CM Punk or whatever. Oh, and by the way, it's not me. <laughs> like he didn't even and he didn't even say on AEW it's not. But Paul White also said it like and he he said and it's not the one you think it might be. Yeah. So he's also cl clearly saying it's not CM Punk. Might that also be a reference in the direction they're not uh, they're just fooling us and then CM Punk shows up? That's exactly what know. someone who it is would say. <laughs> yeah, know? right. So, That's really... I'm, with, I'm with you that CM Punk saying it's not him means nothing. But I think Paul White saying it's not him, not the one you think it is that means something I think it's probably yeah. definitely not CM Punk based on Paul yeah. White saying it I wouldn't have believed it just on Punk saying it though for sure yeah but who else could it be I know like um Uh, Chris, uh, I don't know what well, yeah, Chris Jericho was, uh, said it. I didn't read the whole article. I didn't listen to a podcast where it was in. But he said, like, uh, this is also uh, quite funny. We have to say that actually also we didn't talk about that, that uh, Paul White came out with a, a shirt which says, this time no BS or no BS anymore. No more so, BS. Yeah, right. So, Me and Liam were talking about this, how on the surface that's quite a clever shirt. But for people who don't know about wrestling, going out wearing that, you'd look like a right dickhead going around wearing a shirt that says <laughs> right. no more BS. Like, oh, you're hard, you yeah. know. It's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the Kevin Steen slash Kevin Owens shirt with yeah. like everybody on. Like that's going to get you in trouble in a as a, yeah. you know, a so, nightclub and on a also, night out. Yeah, and 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 also um, that like like I want to say like Chris Jericho said on the podcast that uh, like how WWE treated Sting and Paul White was like really unworthy of their um, of their status in the industry themselves. So, and I know that Kurt Angle didn't want to go, and they fired him. It was yeah, they fired him right. Like also with the COVID things uh, last year in the in the COVID wave. Yeah, and. And they, they also they did, didn't do anything with him when he was there, like properly. They put him up as like the fake son of of a, you know, like of a wrestler who wrestles a little bit of a star. Although it's clearly that Chad Gable would have been the better choice <laughs> than uh, than uh, Chad Gable hmm. and Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan. That it oh, was yeah, Jason and, and Jordan. He was meant to be Jason Jordan's illegitimate, illegitimate father or whatever. Yeah, right. Like, the, yeah, this, this, uh, this was really weird. Like, uh, also like a little unworthy of him. Although he can do comedy segments, also really good. But it was this cringy storyline where they put him in, and then directly his his big comeback uh, from from like from his retirement. I think he was retired first, and then uh, nothing came out of it. You know, it was it was really really disappointing. So maybe he's also in the same section or in the same boat. Uh, he was just looking up Jeff Hardy also, <laughs> but I don't think it's Jeff Hardy. No, I don't think it's Jeff Hardy. No, no, no. I was just about to ask. I was like, is he still under contract? He's still wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, he still wrestling there. So. I didn't, I didn't really think it was him, but I was like, that would be a bit of a... Yeah, weird <laughs> thing, right? Really by that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, if it's not, I, I didn't really think it was CM Punk, and I really feel it's not Kurt Angle. Yeah. Really? Yeah, well, no, yeah, I feel like they are trying to mislead us, but maybe they're not. The thing is, who else do we have in mind? That's the thing. Is there anyone, is is it? Is there anyone is from it NWA left? Who is or? it? <laughs> like, who is it? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I'll just say, 
I'll, I'll ask this question. What is Mick Foley's contract status at the moment? Ooh, that's, that's a very good question because he is definitely not happy with what WWE did. Well, he's, he's, appeared, he's appeared on BTE as well. And he, yeah, he, um, right. And he, that's also a good question. And he tweets about Michael Foley. <laughs> Who's Michael Foley? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> why would I search for Michael Foley? Uh, uh, I, I don't mean, know. He is, he is, Wikipedia says he's currently signed to WWE, but I don't know what that means, if that's correct. Uh, yeah. uh, he's, he has a WWE Legends website still, so maybe he still has a contract with them. So what? Now, now another name, but what is about Dwayne Johnson? Is he still under WWE contract? Is he still there? Because he mentioned also like AEW sometimes in the tweet and Crank congratulated yeah, he, them. He, so. he came to AEW. I would love it if his name was The Rick. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I, yeah, this is the thing. We've talked about this. Obviously, this is a pie-in-the-sky kind of possibility having The Rock come to AEW. Um, it's fantasy stuff, but um, this is the thing. He's is he still he at least was like last year or the year before the highest paid actor in Hollywood like he's still yeah yeah and yeah, he also but, yeah, but he's also based in Florida that's another mm. point where you can add in but I think that's also a very small uh, amount that it, that this will happen that this will occur but just just to if the throw rock some names in a, the ring if the rock signs a multi-year deal with AEW then I legit think WWE's in trouble. That's the only sign-in. I think <laughs> they yeah, can right. make that. Right. Everyone's watching that shit. That's gonna get make. That's that's gonna yeah. double their viewership. Their viewership's yeah. what, like seven hundred k. That's gonna go up yeah. to one point four. It'll be their most watched thing ever. I mean, the most watched episode of SmackDown ever was when The Rock came back. So, like, what do you think is gonna happen if, a if right. AEW on network TV show fucking get the? It's gonna go fucking mental. Like, that's okay. that would be a that would that would be a blow to the heart of Vince McMahon. Like, that is that would just that would really shake shit up. I don't think it's gonna happen at all. But uh, like, if it is, does, sorry, there is something I need to throw out there that it doesn't really mean much. But The Rock appeared at Bound for Glory last year. Yeah, in a video package to induct Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Does that mean anything? Does that mean he's a free agent? <laughs> it's a video um, yeah, I mean, it's a video message, but was it, was it like, uh, it could mean nothing, really. But, you know. uh, I could, I could, I mean, I could see him doing exactly, he doesn't give a shit about, like, that stuff. I could see him um, appearing in a video package for AW in the future, just to, like. Like, like he famously called CM Punk from, from the Raw stage after Raw went off there. Yeah. Like, he just called him up on his phone. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, just yeah. I'm checking the. His, his daughter, website. his daughter is in the performance center. This yeah, would have yeah. would bring. So he's, but he's still, still ha again. He still has, still has a superstars website on WWE.com. I don't think I don't he's on contract though. I think that's just he's you know the fuck. Yeah, because like so. I said, like Mick Foley has one. I don't know how much it means, but he does have one. Yeah. Yeah. I like the. It's like I said a minute ago. Though I don't know who it is. If it's not Kurt Angle, I just feel really strongly that it's not. Well, Chris, Jer <laughs> Chris Jericho has a mate up in Canada who runs a wrestling school who tweets about AEW relentlessly. What the ghost of Owen Hart? No. Oh. <laughs> he, but he isn't that that big that they say that it's no. like this huge. So. No, exactly. It has to be like Kurt. Hey, he is Hall of Fame. Rock, Rock, like Sorry, somewhere, just, somewhere in that stage, or CM Punk more. Just to be clear, Tyson Kidd. About... <laughs> oh, I, I tell you what, I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to let Hugh keep guessing it because I think Patrick knows what I'm talking about. No, not Tyson Kidd. Canadian. I would say he's Hall of Fame worthy. I would say he's Hall of Fame worthy, although Roddy, not Roddy huge. Piper. 
No, well, he's dead. <laughs> so, so, so are like half the guys I just mentioned. <laughs> Runs a wrestling school. Friends with Chris Jericho. Canadian, obviously. I WCW. don't know who you're talking I literally WCW, don't know who you're WCW, talking about. Big, on, big in WCW. Came over in the invasion. Chuck Palumbo. No, has a... Has a... <laughs> That's a haircut that is like crap, like a close, like a crew cut, kind of like he's in the army. I literally don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> trying, to, trying to think, Patrick, help me out. So, shall we make a riddle out of it? So, one wrestler in AEW has his first yes, name and has his, his first last, name. and his last name is something that appears a lot in Iceland, which is Iceland is known for except snow or volcanic eruptions, which are actually not happening that often, but like a weather condition that is here, like typically, like every, in the winter it's it's more, but it's basically all over like this weather condition. Roman rains. <laughs> <laughs> it rains a lot here. No, it's not rain. It's not rain. No, no, it's... it's, it's but rain is a feature snow, of this weather rain. condition often. It's not snow, it's not rain, it's wind. Yeah, so what? what is another <laughs> word for wind? Well, because it's not wind, it's harder than wind. What is it then? Uh, David Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> David Tornado! <laughs> that's the, that's the new the... name of Benoit's son, by the way, as a wrestler. <laughs> David, <laughs> David Tornado. <laughs> I honestly, you, got, you are going to have to tell me, I'm sorry. What? No. What? Thunder, thunder and lightning. What, what, where, what does that appear in? Oh, oh Freddie Mercury. Um... um. <laughs> Emmy Sakura. <laughs> oh. Emmy Sakura. No, no, no. We we're laughing about Freddie ah, Mercury. She's Freddie Mercury. So, that, yeah, yeah. That, so oh oh, it's thunder and raining outside. There's a there's a oh, blank brewing. Not fucking Lance Storm. Jesus Christ! Took your what? Took your <laughs> that guy's a prick. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, as, categorically as I say, not. He's Hall of Fame. He is Hall of Fame worthy, isn't he? As, as a wrestler, he is, but he's, he's like, not that big, to be honest. Like, no, 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 no. I agree. No, I agree. I agree. It would be yeah. a big letdown. It's, it's it's one of those weird things where you could look at it and say he absolutely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I really hope it's not fucking him. Do you know what yeah, I mean? There's not many absolutely. people you could say. You, there's not many people you could say that about um, that they'd be bit good enough. And I suppose. It's kind of like Dean Malenko or something as well. Do you know? Yeah, if Dean Malenko like, wasn't Dean in, he's a fantastic he, wrestler. But if he was. Like I wouldn't be like, oh great, he's here. The like, only like, thing is, no. he's a really fucking funny guy, Dean Malenko. If you listen mm. to him on the AEW uh, uh, podcast, who are obviously competitors with us, um, yeah, AEW unrestricted, uh, uh, um, he he's hilarious. He's a hilarious he's like guy. Like, Marks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he was so like wooden in wrestling. Like when he's that fucking yeah. funny. But like, okay, to be honest, I should probably clarify. I don't really think Lance Storm's a bad wrestler. I just. No, he's called him a prick so now. Boring. That's it. There's we'll, something we'll, uh, about him I find so dull. I don't know. Yeah. You know. You know. Well, anyway, on, on that lovely note, um, maybe Hannibal. Remember that? Remember that Canadian guy, Hannibal? Was it called Hannibal? No. What was his? What Heidenreich? No. Was he like, no. Heidenreich might have been Canadian. There's this guy Hannibal. No, I don't think he was. And he got into a fight backstage with Lanny Poffo. All oh, right. <laughs> and he nearly broke Lanny Poffo's arm, and the honky tonk man broke it up. Honky Tonk Man's he, a shout. He got, Let's have he the got, Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, that'd be great. He's Hall of Fame worthy. Speaking of which... <laughs> I mean, he's already they, in it, but you know. They but said like, uh, talent. They said talent. They didn't say wrestler. So uh, Maybe it's Jerry Jonathan the King Coachman. Well, I was going a bit bigger than Jonathan Coachman. I was thinking Jerry the King Lawler, but... Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah, no, they're, both, they're both creeps. 
Yeah, but I mean, I I could I could see it. But if, if they were going to go for an announcer based on what they said, I could see see Jerry the King Lawler. However, have they got enough fucking announcers? They've like they've got many. like five already. Like yeah, I, it, uh, I it's the, we've talked about it because there's a reason why JR's on the desk. But I still feel like he'd be better as a backstage interviewer or yeah. something these days. But you know, the, there is a reason why he's on the desk. It makes complete sense. But yeah, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, JR, um, now Paul White. And, uh, you know, the, I'm sure I'm thinking I'm missing some, but yeah. I do also think, though, like. Antonio Nogogo on Dark, that's another one. Like, they've got. Yeah. That's five they've got off the bat. Like. And Taz occasionally, right? Taz occasionally, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, he did Dark for a while, too. But, like, to be honest, though, we can sort of have a go. Like, I do frequently have, sort of have a go at sometimes the size of the announced team. Uh, but there is. A, we do watch AEW and not WWE for a reason, and I do remember some really terrible announcing from the Fed. Yeah. Like, the most... Like, there's some great announcers of the Fed too, but I remember there being, like, so many weird three-person teams there. And we are still doing better than that over here in the uh, AEW, so, you know. I wonder how good an announcer Michael Cole would be without Vince McMahon's hand up his ass working his mouth. Because See, I remember we've him ne- we've never seen it. We've, well, that's, we've never seen him without it, so we can't really... Yeah. So... Joey Styles. I remember him as like the SmackDown play-by-play guy doing like a pretty good job. Like, you know, Mm. like not great, but I don't know. Uh, I think people. My my go-to play-by-play guy is is Matt Stryker because he's kind of a hybrid color. Amazing. He's just really great at being an announcer. Like, here's a question. Because I remember watching me and you watched. uh, Was it Joe Hendry versus uh, Martin Kirby? And it was Matt Stryker and Stu Bennett. On the, I don't uh, fucking remember watching that at all. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was part of the Mexico World Cup in WCPW. Yes, yeah. So I, I was, I was like, okay, I'll watch this annoying British wrestling match. I guess, fine. <laughs> but no, but like, I do remember Matt Stryker and Subedet literally helped sell the match as a team. Like they helped really sell this whole thing of like, think like Joe Hendry's going too far. Matt Stryker took off his headset because he wanted to go and fight. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> you know, it was uh, like Matt Stryker really knows what he's doing and and Stu Bennett does this as well, of course, you know. Here's a question for you, both of you. Matt Stryker or Mauro Ranallo? Who's a better play-by-play guy? Mauro Ranallo, but he's not a play-by-play, he's main guy mostly. I, I, oh, to be fair, yeah. yeah. I, I would actually good. agree. I do think Mauro Ranallo as well. And I love Ronaldo, what do you mean a main guy? Mario Ronaldo's play by play. Topay Super Cena! Fucking Excalibur True. pinched that from him. I he call, think he calls, Ronaldo he calls could the, do a Joey Styles easily, though. He he's straight up play by play. He does, he does, he calls, he calls the moves. He doesn't like, do color. That's true, but like, I think, you know how Joey Styles does on his own, did it on his own? Yeah. I think Mario Ronaldo could easily do that. Well, he did it on his own when he was forced to, do you know what I mean? He. Yeah, he, uh, but, but Joey Styles did a lot of ECW on his own, didn't he? Like, mm. back in the day. Was mostly alone, like yeah. all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. Some will correct me, but he was supposed to be with Taz towards the end. I mean, I'd, 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 I see Maranello up to the challenge, but I don't know. Like at the same thing, time, Joey, Joey Styles I, is probably the greatest announcer of all time. I'd, I'd, I'd oh, for sure. I, I mean? no. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Definitely. But like, for example, I love my striker, but like, uh, obviously, I'm the default Lucha Underground fan of the podcast when I come on one of the main things he did was play off well against Vampiro there one of the main things he did well in the match I just mentioned was play off well against Stu Bennett like maybe he's not that good on his own I don't know I like I said these people are untested you know what I mean match on his own personally yeah 
Right. But I haven't seen him do that yet, so... Right. So can, can I bring quickly someone else into the game, which I had to look up quickly. I was browsing through some free agents right now, and there's one free agent which would be also a huge surprise and not be such a big surprise, maybe not as The Rock, it's Brock Lesnar, because he's out of contract also. Ah, so I don't, want him, I don't want him to come, though. Me neither, but he is still like kind of a big guy. I don't know where he wants to go now with that whole thing. He takes a lot of, of money also for, for that, and I don't know how, how invested he is and if he has like a big connection to AW or like, like has friends over there or so. Um, I don't, but just yeah, just 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 another name to drop in there because uh, he's I'm pretty sure contract. Brock Lesnar literally doesn't have friends. <laughs> Brock, Brock Lesnar, he doesn't have friends. I'm not having a go no, on no, no, He doesn't like people, <laughs> like you know. Brock, Brock Lesnar is. Uh, I'm trying. I can't. I'm, I'm, I. It's a big statement, so I'm trying to think. I can't think of a better big man wrestler than Brock Lesnar. He's just. He's just he's just become boring because WWE use him wrong. Do you know what I mean? They use him just to beat the shit out of people in fucking twelve second matches and like he he, can't, he but he's so fucking good, man. He's you go back and watch his old stuff. He's he, and he's still in shape. He could still do that if he, if he was told to. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's. I know what you mean because his like you can find videos of his OVW matches with Batista. Yeah, and they're really good. Like, yeah, I mean, he got. I mean, and that's a match for Batista, in. <laughs> exactly, and they're unreasonably good. <laughs> like, yeah. and to be fair, actually, Batista does a lot better in that kind of indie one one day a week environment than he does. <laughs> well, you think his matches with Kurt and Eddie and shit are fucking legendary? Fanta- like, especially with Kurt, like him and Kurt, because they're both amateur wrestlers. They're really good, you know. Yeah, he, I don't you know, know yeah. like. Uh, this, I, I feel like there is a better big man wrestler, but I can't think of one. So I that's exactly how I feel. That's how I feel. Like, like I, I wanna, I wanna say no because I feel like there's someone I'm missing that's better than Brock Lesnar, but I can't think of a big man wrestler off the top of my head that's better than Brock Lesnar. Like, because okay, I, I'm an old school Undertaker fan. I've loved Undertaker for years, but even Prime Undertaker didn't have quite the range of skills that Brock Lesnar had when he was first around. Hmm. You know, like like Brock Lesnar when he's not when they're not doing his MMA gimmick, when he's out of OVW. Yeah. He's got a pretty varied style of wrestling for someone who's trained by WWE. <laughs> like, um, you know. But yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's throw those names out there. Fucking, uh, to sum up, Kurt Angle, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, um, uh, Canadian Sensation, what was it we called him? David Thunder. David Thunderstorm. <laughs> David, David Thunder. <laughs> David Thunderstorm. Yeah. That 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 great wrestler, David Thunder. He's actually called, he's actually called David T Thunderstorm, and the T is for Thunder Thunderstorm. Yeah. <laughs> twice the thunder, twice the pain. That's you know, his, like, that's, his, you know, that's his catchphrase. Yeah. He's, he's like JJ Abrams because JJ the J's in JJ Abrams both stand for JJ, so his name's actually JJ yeah. JJ Abrams. So um, Jerry the King Lawler, Brock Lesnar. Could be any of these, probably not. Batista, also, although he, oh, he announced his retirement. Mick Foley. Hey, well, Batista, wait, wait, Batista said a thing on Twitter recently where, where he said, um, this is this is also a kind of tease, because we think he was talking about other people, other wrestlers, but he could have been talking about himself. He put on Twitter, he said something to the effect of, I'm paraphrasing because I haven't got it in front of me, but he said something to the effect of, we're going to have to think of a new word for retire- retirement. Um for wrestlers because they say retirement oh, no. and they don't mean it 
Um, he said, uh, he said, we're going to have to think of a new name, uh, a new word for retirement for, uh, for wrestlers when they retire, but they might come back. Do you know what I mean? Because, uh, very good point. Funking. I read that also. We should, we should call it funking. Funking. Terry Funk funking. retired yeah. seven <laughs> times. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, anyway, I've got we, actually we a really good swerve ball. Uh, w- imagine if it was Vince McMahon. Think about it. <laughs> um, I was talking, well, actually I was talking to, who was I talking to about this? How, um, Vince McMahon, I think it, I think it was Liam again. Vince McMahon, um, okay, for one thing, I was telling Liam, Vince McMahon didn't know who AJ Styles was before AJ Styles came to WWE. He had, he had never heard of yeah, AJ no, Styles. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and he wasn't and he impressed by him when that, he first. Um, he didn't know that Anderson was Festus or Gallows, was, whichever Gallows. one is the tall um, one. <laughs> and this, but this one blew my mind, and it's just—I think this just sums up Vince's kind of WWE is—is is the whole world of sports entertainment slash wrestling, even though he doesn't like wrestling and nothing else exists. So apparently, so Chris Jericho—I think this was on a podcast. He was talking. Chris Jericho went and told Vince McMahon and said, "I'm going to go sign with AEW," and Vince McMahon was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever," like that. And then Chris Jericho. Uh, I don't know if he'd just... He'd already started wrestling for... He might have been the fucking champion at the point or something like that. And one day, um, Vince... It was probably after Double or Nothing. He probably wasn't wasn't the champion at this point. Vince calls him up and tells me he wants him for, like, I don't know, SummerSlam or something like that. It probably wasn't SummerSlam. And then he's like, Vince, I can't. I told you. I've just signed for AEW. He's like, oh... Well, can you get out of that contract and come to us? I can't come work a fucking show. I just signed a multi-year. I told you this was happening. Do you know oh what I mean? Goodness. So like, I, I remember uh, Vince uh, going back to Benoit thing a little, but like he was like, "Oh, I don't believe that uh, Benoit's brain was so damaged that he was like a, you know, an Alzheimer's patient who's because that's what people said about Benoit." Yeah. Do you think maybe Vince doesn't believe that about himself? I, I like to think he's actually, just, he's actually completely dazed all the time. Just on that, I kind of like the idea that someone's like, so, so they're like, oh yeah, but, but you know, Benoit had brain damage, and then Vince's like, no, he didn't have brain damage. And like, oh, so it was the steroids then? He was like, uh, yes, he had brain damage. Like, <laughs> just oh, like, for uh, sure, yeah, definitely, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just a, just a pause while his brain works, and then goes. No, no, it was the brain damage. You're right. You were right the first. Time. Just just remembering this this interview they they had like um it was it was was it was it after the Ben yeah I think it was after the Benoit murder where he was like sitting face to face with this interviewer and he asked him about the um concussion protocol and stuff and how that happened and he just smashed his his uh, his all like his notes out of his out of his hand and this is like. Yeah, this 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 is a really good point that he might turn that around all the time. Also with the sexual harassment of all the other women, like all over his career, but of every woman booking, he's ever booking met. Himself, yeah. booking, him, booking himself into uh, angles right. where he has to make yeah, out. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be Vince. super. It's gonna be super weird when in like six years, Stephanie McMahon sues him for sexual harassment. <laughs> well, no, but he 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 had a um he he tried to book an incest angle with him with himself and Stephanie and Stephanie refused and when he refu- when she refused to do that he then suggested that it be with Shane instead of him and she oh, again should. refused so that reminds me of oh my of, god I forgot about that but yeah that reminds me of Donald Trump saying that his, his uh, daughter's really hot but she's his daughter like something in his yeah. way so yes um 
Yeah, so Vince McMahon to debut at Revolution. You heard it here first. So that's it from me and Patrick and Hugh. And, well, thank you for listening. And we, I was about to say we'll hope to see you at Revolution, but we're not going to be at Revolution. <laughs> we, uh, we hope you enjoy Revolution. How you doing?